All right. Are we ready? I was born ready. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I will Man, st- you got to check your fillings. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop <laughs> touching all the things around here, less noise, more podcasting. Yes. Welcome to I Used to Know. I'm Scott. And I'm Steve. We're your hosts for this adventure into the past. Where we dive into things we used to know when we were kids that are no, no longer, longer true. true. Hey, Scott. Hey, Steve. You know, Scott, back when we were growing up, we would bike back and forth to each other's house. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah and it was really easy because we lived pretty close to each other. Yeah, right? just around the bend. Yeah, around the bend. Do you know exactly how close we lived? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a half mile? Close. All right, close. Uh, according to Google Map, I just pulled this up, uh, it's about 0.6 miles. Oh, so I'm 0.1 off. <laughs> or 20%. Think about it that way. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, physicist. Yeah. So, so how... How far, let's see, um, the, the Krauser store. Oh, the convenience store. The, yeah. Yeah, Krauser's. It was out at the other end of the lake. Yeah, it was at the end of the driveway, uh, end of the big road. Mm-hmm. So that was like about a mile. Yeah, 1.2 miles, according to Google. Again, 20% off. You're kind of consistent. That's my my curve, <laughs> my margin of error. All right, so so we go 1.2 miles on our bikes, and we would go there to buy... Lottery tickets. No, not lottery tickets. This is back when we were kids. We're not getting lottery tickets when we were kids. Right. We weren't getting lottery tickets. <laughs> wink, wink. wink. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. All right. So, I don't know. Milk. We yeah. used to get milk. Yeah. I'd get a gallon of milk. A gallon of milk. Exactly. And then you might be picking up maybe some soda. And then what? how much soda would you get? Two liter bottles. Yeah, exactly. So, where are you going with this? Well, you said miles. Right. Yeah. And you said gallons. Right. And then for soda, he said liters, right? Liter. And like I said, where are you going with this? Do do you remember where the the, the liters came from? It was from the time when our teachers were telling us that over and over, we better get ready. We better buckle down and learn this new thing called the metric system. Because someday soon, the United States is going to fall in line with everybody else in the world, and we're going to adopt the metric units for everything. It wasn't just going to be soda. It was going to be everything. <laughs> I totally remember that. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember I remember going around, and gas pumps used to have the gallons on the top, and then right below, they'd have liters. Yeah, that's right. Right? Both of them. Yep. And then banks, right? They had those clocks that would be outside on the bank, right? And they'd mm-hmm. tell you the time, and then it would say time and temperature. And it was like time, yep. temperature in Fahrenheit, and then it would be temperature in Celsius. Like, what is that? And you'd be like, what is the C? <laughs> I have no idea what we're talking about here. I even remember seeing in the mid-70s, I remember some speed limit signs would have, you know, and it wasn't even near necessarily Canada. It was like you'd see miles per hour, and then below it, it was like this, it was like subtitle. It was like, you know, KPH. On the, on the sign itself, yeah. I remember seeing that. And you still see it on, on like the speedometer on cars. Yeah, yeah, the little, the, the red part of the speedometer. Inside the yeah. speedometer. Yeah, yeah, there'd be a different, you know. Yeah, very version. useful when I drove to Toronto, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, 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 used to, I used to see metric around the house. Uh, I'd be working with my dad on the car, right? And you'd need a, a socket wrench. Mm-hmm. And this one is going to be, you know, uh, five thirty seconds or something that's kind of small, but yeah, yeah. Well, you got the quarter inch. You got the yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and I use all that. And then we'd go to work on the the lawnmower, and I'd, I'd bring over my, uh, my my socket set, and my dad'd be like, "Oh no, you can't use that." 
I'm like, why can't I use that? I just use it on the car. He's like, because this one is going to use this socket. Got to use the metric. And then it's got a 10 millimeter yep. socket. Why are the two different sockets? They're just, they're both bolts. Because one was built in China. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So growing up in the 70s, our teachers told us that we'd be measuring everything in meters and liters by now. But you look around and, and we're still buying things here in the United States by uh, by the foot or by the gallon. Temperature is still measured in Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit yeah. Yeah. You go out for a, get a nice sirloin steak. It's going to be measured in ounces, right? That's what they're yeah, going to tell you. You get 12-ounce steak. You don't, you don't get a... You don't, a, you don't get a... A, a, a 0.6-kilogram steak. No. <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, deli meat, you're going to go... You're going to get a, a half pound of ham, yeah. right? Right. That's how it's all done. Even you look at our, uh, our real estate, it's even all done by acres, right? Whatever whatever an acre is. That's right. That's right. So, so I guess... How did this all go off the rails so quickly since the 70s, I guess, is the big question here, right? Why are all of our measurements here in the United States so different than from the rest of the world? I mean, our teachers' predictions about the U.S. adoption of the metric system, none of that came true. It didn't. They they scared us. They were like, it's coming, it's coming, you need to learn it, learn it. None of that came true. I learned it and it hasn't paid off. Well, I mean, you're a physicist, so it has paid off. But but, but not when you're at the supermarket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just so, get more confused. Yeah. Why don't they use metric? So I guess that's what our topic of this episode of I Used to Know is. It's I Used to Know the metric system was coming. And it didn't quite work out that way. So, all right. Uh, it's a story where the U.S. was going to join the world in using the metric system. And how in the 70s, there was a big movement to prepare America's youth for the day when the U.S. government would make the big switch to mm-hmm. metric and take the rest of the country with there it. There we go. Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense that the government is going to be a big part of the story, right? Because right? we're talking yeah. about units and measurements. It's It means defining the standard, right? And when you boil it down, isn't that what the government is really doing for us? Uh, most of the time, they're defining the standards they're defining the speed that we're allowed to drive on the road right they're 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 telling us how high each of the steps on a staircase has to be in order for it to be within code what a dollar's worth yeah exactly uh even even the size of our soda cups right soda cups yeah go to go to go to manhattan and try to get like an extra large yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah, you know what i'm talking about yeah the soda you can only get certain sizes looking at you mayor bloomberg (laughs) ex-mayor bloomberg yeah right doing that so let's kick off the story uh we got to go all the way back to the beginning all the way back when the standards were first defined and this happened in france uh it was 1670 so let's um let me crank up this way back machine and uh we're gonna head out to 1670 um hey uh steve (laughs) yeah I know where this is gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me just guess. You want to go farther back, don't you? Shocker. <laughs> just, just, just once again, just a little wait, further back. Just a bit. <laughs> you should just have that on a soundboard, <laughs> and you can hit the button. So when I ask for the for the way, way back, back machine, machine, you can just say just a bit further there back. You go. All right, fine, fine. We're going. Um, we're not going sixteen seventy. We're going Romans, right? Uh, nope. We're going to go to the 20th, you know, or between the 20th and 16th century. <laughs> That's a little BC. Bit. Oh, come on. <laughs> First of all, it's a wide spread of time. Yes. And now BC. We're, we're BC. Yeah, that's pretty far back. So 
I, I want to see where this goes. So I, I want to go back to where they, like the first measurement standards were handed down by something even bigger than the government. Uh, bigger than bigger than the government. Um, top of the government is the king, something like that. The the, the chieftain. Nope. Uh, God. <laughs> okay. That's right. You go big or you go home. Exactly. All the time. Okay. Because according to the story of Noah, yeah. Okay. In Genesis of the Old Testament, remember. Yeah. According to the story, God told Noah to build an ark that was. 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. All right, so it's cubits. all... Cubits. Yep. So that was the standard, right? And according to the dictionary, a cubit was approximately the equal to the length of the forearm. Whose forearm? Um, just, I guess Noah's. Just a forearm. Noah's, Noah's forearm. He was the original the subcontractor, so okay. his his uh, his forearm, all right. right? And so, which is typically around 18 inches or 44 centimeters. And so I wanted to take us back to one of the earliest standards defined to us, the cubit. The cubit, okay. In the Old Testament. All right, all right. That actually, that actually made a lot of sense to go all the way back there. Thank you. Because it, it's the first standard. Okay. Now can we please go to 1670? The machine's all yours. Oh, great. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir, <laughs> for allowing me to go to <laughs> the French Revolution. In 1670, there's a, a vicar of St. Paul's Church in Lyon, France, Gabriel Mouton. Very nice. Thank you. I took three years of French. I took three years of Spanish one. <laughs> so <laughs> so next time if there's somebody from Spain, you can get to say the word. Mm-hmm. All right. So Gabriel Mouton came up with the idea of a measurement system that's going to be based on the decimal system. Right? Makes sense. Yep. And his proposed system is going to base length on kind of like the circumference of the earth and and break it down into one minute of an arc of the great circle of the earth nice all right so 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 that that's easy right the earth is not going to change the 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 length of the arc is not going to change and that's going to be uh that's going to be a standard measurement pretty good constant it works so uh he creates a decimal based measurement and he's going to continue this throughout the french revolution and it's going to be carried forward by the French Academy of Science hmm. until they came up with a decimalized measurement, like that word, decimalized, mm-hmm. based on one ten millionth of the distance between the equator and the North Pole. And from this, they're able to put together a national prototype meter. It's named for the Greek word metron, and that in Greek means measure. Okay. And they created that out of this chunk of platinum and iridium. Okay. All right. So they got this thing, and now that's the meter. From the meter, all other metric system measurements are going to be derived from this. So that every standard is going to be a factor of 10, right? That's all part of the, the decimal system. And all that together, you have the birth of the metric system. So meters, millimeters, kilometers. It all comes from the French. Nice, nice. Well, meanwhile, back at the ranch in England, it's a different story. Of course. Right? So you got King Henry VIII and the late uh, late 15th century, and it goes until about the 17th century. You've got all sorts of different standards coming about, right? Mm, of course, because they're so far away from the French. There's like, what, a couple dozen <laughs> miles across the channel? <laughs> across the channel. Yeah, you couldn't take the train there. So... Um, 
but basically you've got things like the rod mm-hmm. and the furlong and all the these furlong, yeah, furlong. Um, and all these measurements are going to are really coming out of measurements that were derived in the middle ages they're just instead of it being a different kind of measurement between all the different villages you know certain villages make a pact and then more villages make a pact and they get together more and more and more and until just making up stuff yeah until you're starting to get more of a constant kind of you know setup for great britain and you're getting these new standards. And so to really, though, discuss these standards, we have to go to the Weights and Measures Act of 1824, because that's when the British imperial system officially becomes, you know, a standard, right? That's when it's established. The act creates a government standard, and it's based on something they physically had that defined the unit. Like a phys- like you said, mm-hmm. you know, it ended up being like this was the rod for the meter. So the British government also had physical things that would define the standards of things like a foot, you know, an inch and all those kind of things. So they could point to it. And then when they're trying to sell different things or buy different things or commerce is running around, everybody knows how much or how big or how long something has a to be. A constant level. Okay. Yep. All right, so I get it. All right, so does the French come up with the metric system? The British come up with the imperial measurement system, and both of them have to refine their standards over time, and uh, it all gets kind of like settled. But now why here in the United States, why are we on imperial measurements? Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) Why do you mean Thomas Jefferson? He said so. Thomas Jefferson said so. Yep, Thomas Jefferson said so. As the first Secretary of State, he had to decide which way to go. Do I go the French metric way or the British imperial way? And he chose the British imperial way. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Right? Everything I know about Thomas Jefferson, he, he loved the French. He was always over in Paris. He's doing all this Thomas Jefferson... Uh, Hanging out with the French like the Hamilton play says. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he was uh, he was like an ambassador. He's doing all that diplomacy. Yep. Um, Love their ice cream, like our ice cream episode. We fought the British. We fought the British for our independence. We broke away. Yep. So Jefferson loves the French. We fought the British. What? How? What is happening? <laughs> so, well, it has to do partially with the way the meter was measured. Okay. So it's based, the meter was based, when they did that arc thing, mm-hmm. they did it by doing a survey in France. Okay. All right. So that means that it was really around... French survey, French land. So who wants to take orders from the French? Okay. And and of course, there's now coming up the French Revolution. And who knows what's going to come out of that? Mm. So why are you basing a standard out of something that you're a little little uncertainty? Yeah. Okay. Plus, even though we fought the British, Mm -hmm. even though we won against the British in the Revolutionary War, who became one of our largest trading partners right after the war? Was it, was it Britain? It was the British. <laughs> so we, we fought each other and then we... Hey, we had the back. wood. Okay. <laughs> right? We had we had all those the supplies they needed. Right. So, and right? Money talks. Money talks. Yeah, okay. so, right. so we went with the British units. All and right. so Thomas Jefferson set us on the path of the imperial measurements. All right. That's how we went. Are you addicted to classic TV shows? Did you spend the 80s sitting in front of the boob tube? Then join us for TV Tangents, where we examine television of the 20th century with barely any contemporary context. Visit Shout Engine, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts, and look for TV Tangents. 
So eventually, other European nations would start to get together and look for a common standard, right? And they, they liked this decimal-based standard, and so they started all adopting the metric system. And eventually, most of the world starts going metric. That is, of course, except for the British territories and the U.S. until about 1970. And Great Britain would start converting to the metric to the metric system so they could trade more easily with the rest of the world. And once the British decided, okay, we'll give up a lot of the imperial system, mm-hmm. the rest of the world kind of fell in line because everybody wanted to trade amongst each other, right? And I mean, nearly every country in the world mm-hmm. fell in line. The whole world is just... There's just three countries at this time, right now, as recording in 2018, Ooh. that does not follow the metric system. Okay. All right. They are Myanmar, Liberia, and us <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> That's it? That's it. Three countries. Liberia. Myanmar. United States. Yep. <laughs> oh, that brings us now to when we're growing up. The United States starts thinking about converting um, around 1970 to metric. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our teachers were telling us everything. Yep. Get ready. Exactly. So, but I want to point out that the U.S. was actually thinking about the metric system even earlier than 1970. Oh, do you want to get the Wayback Machine and go a little earlier? Nah, I'm good. Okay, okay, I'm good. good. I think we could walk, just hike there. We'll just hike. Okay, how far back? <laughs> uh, 1875. All right. Um, that's when the United States was, believe it or not, one of the original 17 signatory nations to the Treaty of the Meter. There was something called the Treaty of the, the Meter. Treaty, a treaty of the Meter. Treaty of the Meter. Isn't and it awesome? We, we signed off on it? Yeah, yeah. We, we were one of the first ones to do it. Over here, we, everybody's, nobody does anything in the meter. I know. Alexander Graham Bell even was pushing Congress. He testified in front of Congress and he was like, look, we have to go to the meter. The, we should lead the world with this. We should save money by mm-hmm. making everything be the same standard. You know, this is just the way it should be. And, and we could lead here. We yeah. should go that way. Because so, he was, he's a scientist, he's pragmatic, and he knows that this is going to be simpler. Exactly. So, and, and so as we go into the 70s, we're still trying to get our, our arms around the rest of the world going meter, right? And so, or going metric. And so Congress passes the Metric Conversion Act of 1975. And its point is... It creates a commission, and then its event, and its job is to kind of help the United States move us towards the eventual conversion of everything to the metric system. Okay, so that's why our teachers were on us to get ready for the metric system, because there was actually this official act. Yep. 1975. And money and things to push us. There were there were TV ads. There were, you know, all that and trying to push us to go towards the metric system. Metric is coming. Exactly. But... As we know, we're not buying our deli meats, you know, nope. in, in kilograms or grams. So what happened, there's a couple of factors that ended up throwing some cold water on us, right? So one of the first factors was actually labor unions. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they were totally against changing because they thought... Why? Well, they thought it would lead to globalization and outsourcing of jobs because if, if another country already knew our measurement system, oh, okay. then they could just build It'd stuff right away. easier. Yeah, they didn't have to try to convert things or convert equipment to do our thing. So it'd be, it just, we would fall in line with their systems and so okay. they could just build for us. So our system is kind of like our own unique little language and it helps us keep everything inside. Well, actually, that's another way that, uh, another argument that was happening during the time. People would argue that, you know, quite frankly, it's like a second language. You know, we, if we learn, if we know the imperial system and all of its, you know, quarter, three quarters of an mm-hmm. inch and all that stuff, 
and we know the decimal system, you know, with millimeter, decimeter, you know, meter, then we could speak two languages. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, we're we're more diverse if we knew that. <laughs> that was that was one of the real arguments they said for yeah. not changing, right? Because we want to be more diverse. All right. Exactly. And then, of course, finally, the, the big thing was the U.S. people really didn't care to change. People don't like change. Yeah, well, they just didn't feel like they should change. They felt part of it that our identity was tied into the imperial measurement system. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't care enough about it. So by 1981, um, that commission I told you about was nicknamed the Metric Board. <laughs> right? That was their name, the Metric yeah. Board. They reported to Congress that, you know, hey, look, we, we don't have a clear mandate from Congress mm-hmm. to make this change happen. So, uh, you know, we're out of here. We're done. That was it. Close up shop. You just said, gave up. We're done. We're done mm-hmm. here. We've stopped trying. So that's so, why I So in six years, they just said, we're done here. <laughs> and it was it's just like let it go drift off into the distance everybody's used to the imperial system everybody's used to feet let's just continue to measure stuff in feet even though the rest of the world is going the other way that's fine that's why it failed yeah but i want to point out it really didn't fail what are you, what are you talking about I, I i go to the gas station i get gallons of gas right yeah. explain explain that gallons of gas so first of all it's important to understand that i, I you may not realize this but all of the U.S. imperial measurements, its underlying definition is the metric system, not what? vice versa. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So, so the foot, right? Yeah. The, the very definition of the foot, 12 inches. Is a part of a meter. Is based on the metric system? Yep. What? Yep. A yard is based on a meter. The foot is based on a meter. The inches are based on centimeters. Yep. Is this is this one of those things where you try to punk me in the middle of the podcast? Nope. In 1893, the United States, in cooperation with the International Bureau of Weights and Measures, mm-hmm. right? They officially defined all of our United States units of measurements, like foot, pound, gallon. We define them all in terms of their metric equivalent <laughs> of meter, kilograms, and liters. Seems so complicated. Yeah. So, so since 19 or 1893, 1893, All right. the U.S. has been using the metric system. We just convert everything again to our, our imperial measurement for the public. Since the turn of the century? So, yeah. So, okay, let me get this straight. <laughs> let me, I got I to gotta, I gotta walk through this so I can wrap <laughs> sure. my head around it. Absolutely. All right. So basically what you're saying is we, we measure stuff here in feet. Right. But that's really measuring things in meters. Yes, because it's based on meters. But we hide the fact that it's the metric system behind it all because we as a people just don't want to believe it's there. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. This just gets crazier and crazier. Uh, yep. yep. And, and But I will point out in some cases, the metric system is right in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... We talked about the two-liter bottle of soda. Yeah, okay. You always get the soda in two liters. Yeah, two liters, right? Or or gin or alcohol is actually measured measured in liters too. All right, yeah, that's right? metric. So, that's, so metric. that's all in the metric, right? How you know you've heard of? I personally haven't run, but I know friends who have run a five k. I, I have seen a five k. <laughs> I have seen a five k. What does the k stand for? Okay, a kilometer. Kilometers. Yeah, okay. Right or the military? They say they're going to go hike hike uh, six clicks. A click. Yeah, that's, that's a military distance. Click. Yeah, click. With a k. 
It's not click, click with a C, it's click with a K. Click with, oh. So that's kilometer? For kilometers. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, that makes so much more sense now. I've been watching <laughs> these movies. They're like, oh, it's six clicks out. Yep. Kilometer. Yep. Kilometers. And and everything scientific, mm-hmm. it's all metric, right? I mean, um, I'm, I was studied meteorology, right? Yep. My uh, idea of measuring, um, you know, the atmospheric pressure is not in inches of mercury. Sure, yeah. I grew up with inches of mercury, but because of my scientific training, I have to see everything in millibars. Millibars. Right, because that's, that's just how, if you looked in the, right behind me, in fact, there's a little pressure gauge there. And if you look at it, you'll see it's it's in millibars. It's not in inches of mercury. Because I actually can't think in milli, in inches of mercury anymore. Because you were trained as a scientist. I was trained as a scientist to think in millibars. Metric system is all part of science. Yep. yep. So, all right. So, hey, I have an idea. Yeah. You want to play a quick game? Yeah, yeah, I love games. Let's do it. Okay, all right, so here it is. All right, you have to tell me if it's, I'm going to tell you a measurement, and you're going to have to tell me if it's metric, imperial, or imposter. Oh, you're going to have made-up measurements? Yes. Okay, I don't know how I'm going to do on this, but okay, fine. Okay, here we go. Go. All right, I'm going to give you, we'll start off with an easy one, Mm -hmm. right? Acre. Acre. Oh, we we talked about that at the beginning, and that's definitely imperial. It is definitely imperial, right? What's the metric? Uh, The metric? Version of an acre? Uh, hectare, hectare, hectare. Yep, exactly. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Ton. A ton. A ton is uh, is definitely imperial. It's a trick question in a way, because it's actually metric if it's a T O N N E, because that's a ton in metric. That is tricky. Officially, a ton T O N in in the imperial system is a short ton or a long ton. So you got a short ton, long ton, and then tonny. Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I got it. All right. A cauldron. A cauldron. That's made up. That's totally made up. So it's sort of old imperial. It actually was a real thing. What What is a cauldron Apparently, measure? Volume? It, yes. So apparently it's the equivalent of, well, it's volume and weight, I think. It's a combination in the old imperial ways. Okay. It, I read that it was related to um, one cauldron was equal to 36 bushels of coal. <laughs> That's a cauldron. So That's it's not cauldron. like it's not like a witch's cauldron. I, I guess kind of, right? Is, cauldron you, is it's big, big, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cauldron. Who knows? Okay. A boulder. A boulder. A, a boulder. Okay. I know in England they measure stuff by stone. Okay. So a boulder is going to be bigger than a stone. I'm going to go imperial. It's imposter. Oh. <laughs> but you're right about the stone. I, sh- I should have gone. You're right about the stone, which is about 14 pounds or three or 6.3 kilograms. I'm trying to read your eyes. I'm trying to figure out if you're if you're my cold dead eyes. If you're looking to the right when you say something, if you're gonna lie to me. All right, go okay. ahead. A Langley. A Langley. <laughs> that's an imposter. Nope, that's real. Oh man, this is so hard. Yep. What nope. is a Langley? Uh, although it's real and it's imp- it's an imperial thing. It's a true. It's a measure of solar radiation, as a- in the scientist Langley. A Langley is solar radiation. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not the CIA headquarters. Nope. Well, uh, yes, it is, okay. but it's. But that's the guy, right? Okay. The scientist, right? So it's a measure of solar radiation. Really? Yep. Okay. Okay. Go On ahead. that same topic, yep. in Einstein. And Einstein. Jesus, I'm so bad at this. And Einstein is fake. It's real. Ah. Yep. What is an Einstein? And, and it is basically a. Um, it's also metric. It's a measurement of one mole of photons. A mole of photons? I know. What are, we, what are you talking about? I mean, we're talking about? Einstein weirdness anyway. So right. here we go. It's a One of the quotes I read was that, think of it in terms of micro Einsteins per second per square meter. 
is the way you would describe it. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just say that? <laughs> I have to go back to school. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So that's that's our metric story. Oh, what are they? I got one out of six. I think you got two. I got two. You got two. Yeah, a, of course, one of them was an acre. <laughs> I got hectare too. You that, did. That, you that, did. That, that, was, that was pretty good. That, was that pretty also good. counts. Yeah. So you got anything else? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I uh, I got other stuff. Um, problems of having different units on teams that are working together. It tends not to work out so well, right? So well, let's take, for example, way back when they had the Mars environmental probe sending this satellite out to Mars. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it landing on the Mars. It, it kind of did. Kind of yeah. did. Because Lockheed Martin, I think, they were working in the Imperial uh, system to put all their code Based together. In the US. NASA is off doing their part of the project, and they are starting to code everything, but they're coding in the metric But they're system. U.S., but yeah, they're scientists. But they're scientists. Mm. So then they had to bring the two pieces of the um, of the satellite together, mesh together the, um, the, numbers. the software, mm-hmm. and turns out they launched this probe. It starts flying to uh, Mars. to Mars, and all the numbers get all goofed up because some are in Imperial and some are in Metric, and the probe just gets too close to Mars and just burns, burns up, up into a fiery ball and done. And everybody's like, oops. That's a really expensive oops. Yeah, before we do this again, let's all agree. <laughs> Metric system. All right. There, and then there's there's another example I, I came up with during my, my research here. So uh, there was a there was a problem once. I don't, I don't know what airline, but the airline pilots, before they took off, uh, they had to calculate how much fuel they needed. And they had to do that all by hand because the, the automated system that they usually have for refueling, all that was down. So they're on a... On a, a pad of paper, they're calculating how much fuel they need, and they're calculating how many kilograms they're they're gonna load up into the uh, in, in, into, into the plane. plane. Well, it turns out they hand the number off to the guy who's gonna go and fill up the plane, and that guy looks at it and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna put this many pounds of fuel into the plane, and pounds there's gonna be less than the than, than the kilo." So uh, they take off and they get about halfway because it's about half. All of a sudden they're like, and they're like oh, what happened to the gas gauge? There's no gas. <laughs> so they had to emergency land halfway through the flight. So so whether you choose Imperial or Metric, it's important. Yeah, especially for those flights to Hawaii. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, okay, everybody, reach underneath your yeah. seat. Remember that thing we told you that could be used yeah. as a flotation device? Float- You're going to be using it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not such a good plan. Uh, so how about you? What did you come up with? Um, I've got something. Yep. You always it, do. And it's about how the kilogram has just been redefined. <laughs> just redefined. We, we just went through this whole thing about how all the standards have all been set. There's this there's this this meter from 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 France. Yeah. They, they, they set Platinum it up. Platinum iridium. Iridium. And, uh, and and everybody's got everything written in law. We know what these standards are. Yep. What are you talking about? Well, um, so not anymore. <laughs> of course, it not. has changed, and it has changed as of November sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> that was like last week. Yeah, I know, right? Really, really. Yeah. So. Basically, 60 nations, including the U.S., gathered in Versailles, France, mm-hmm. right? And they decided it's time to change the definition of the kilogram. 
why, why, why would they fix what's not broken? Well, so it is kind of broken, mm-hmm. sort of, right? So, all right, the kilogram was originally defined by this chunk of metal, right? Yeah. It's a cylinder of, shocker, platinum and iridium. Yay. Yeah. So it's a cylinder. They've been protecting it and, you know, it, it, under glass, keeping it safe. There's like three copies or four copies around the world. NT, NIST in wow. the United States have them, everything, right? But, you know, everybody's trying to keep this this basic perfect measurement of a kilogram just you gotta, perfect. You got to protect it. You do. Because right. every measurement on the planet, even the United States, via, via the-, the pound, um, depends on this thing. Okay. Right? But it's not. it can never really be perfect because everything decays. Right? No, that's true. So, it's gonna get- so since they built this thing, mm-hmm. this cylinder, it's lost an eyelash worth of weight. So the kilogram is lighter than it used to be. Yes. Even by just a little bit. Yep. So your cereal box is smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah. So, but they decided we can't keep, we can't go on like this. How can we ever go on like this? Things are changing and you can't change that. Yeah. You gotta be, gotta be fixed. So they decided to prevent this from ever happening. Mm-hmm. They redefined the kilogram so that it's now defined against a fundamental feature of the universe. Oh, that makes sense. It's not yep. going to change. Yep. So they basically took a figure from quantum physics known as Planck's constant. Oh, I know Planck's constant. Yeah, sure. And it, it basically, though, it describes the smallest possible unit of energy, right? Yep. And since Einstein created an equation that relates energy to mass, yep. we can define its mass by a universal energy constant. Keyword being constant. Yes, a constant of nature. Of na- that's not going to change. N- not unless the universe itself changes. Better not. So I don't think that'll happen within the Earth's lifetime. All right. <laughs> so now the kilogram will never change, and it's going to be just like the meter, because the meter will never change as well. Because oh. back in 1983, they redefined the meter, and they redefined it against the speed of light. So okay. they, they have it basically going after you know how far light travels in a vacuum is the, the definition of a meter, like the, how many seconds it takes to travel. Gotcha, gotcha, because speed of light is a constant. Yep. That's not going to change. Planck's Thanks. constant, keyword. that's not going to change. All these things are now rooted underneath our definition of the meter and the kilogram. That yeah. makes so much sense. And if you think about it, it's it sort of even unlocks this concept to something even bigger and grander than anything we started with. Because now, by putting things to the universal constants, mm-hmm. anyone can measure it. You don't have to go to a government agency and say, help me define if I'm, I'm compliant to a kilogram. Yeah. Or help me define, am I really compliant to a meter? You know the speed of light. You know Planck's constant. Anyone in the planet now can define perfectly whether they have a real kilogram or they have a real meter. It's That's kind so of, much better. It's like open source. Yeah, you don't have to go <laughs> open source. You don't have to go and lift the the glass bell jar off nope. of the hunk of metal to find out uh, if you're good. Oh man, yeah. great science. Yeah, go science. Yeah, there you go. So, so you good? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Great. Well, so I guess that's how I used to know the metric system was coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope you like this podcast of I Used to Know. Did you know we're on iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, everywhere you can possibly get your podcast fix. And if you did know, hey, do us a favor. Go out there to your favorite podcast uh, player and give us a rating. Yes, that'd be good. Yeah, we love ratings. Um, ratings help people find us. And also, if you have a suggestion, 
hey, come visit us on our Facebook page at I Used to Know uh, with the number two on Facebook. Or you can hit us on Twitter with I Used to Know Pod again with the number two and tell us what you're thinking. We would love to hear from you. We'd like to research something for you if you find something interesting you want to that you used to know. All about the research. Exactly. And don't forget to go visit us on our on our homepage at IUsedToKnow.com where you can see our Pinterests. Mm-hmm. Thanks always to our amazing Stevie Jump for our theme song. And thanks for listening. Threes and eights, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>